You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Maggie McAllister in Bainbridge, Ohio. And I am Audrey Sears in Fillmore, New York. And you are listening to the monthly Side Saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 4th, episode 3150. This episode is brought to you by Flat Rock Distilling and American Side Saddle Association. Good morning, Horse World. On today's show, we'll talk with Sydney Burris with the Side Saddle Sisters of Oklahoma. We'll take some time for Sam Reeves and chat about her upcoming young horse and how she's getting it ready for Side Saddle. And of course, we'll talk about our Side Saddle Word of the Day and where in the world is Maggie. And if we have a little bit of time, I might even tell you about my broken elbow that happened this last weekend. So Maggie, our side saddle word of the day is the Wickham pad. Did I say that right? I've always said Wickham. It's W-Y-K-H-A-M. So the Wickham pad, you know, we've talked about the flocked panels on your saddle that have to be fit to your horse. Well, what if you have two horses and only one saddle? So we would have a Wickham pad made for each horse that replaces the panels and they buckle onto your saddle and you can change them out. It would also work if you um, are fox hunting and your panels get really sweaty um, from your horse. You can have two sets of a Wickham pad and swap them out. So while one's drying, you can be using the other one. Oh, well, that's a good Follow idea. Me. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I always thought of it as that saddle fit. If you only have one saddle, but two horses, you can really shim the Wickham pad the way it needs to be to fit your horse for that saddle for that particular horse. Especially like if you have a horse that's really underweight, you can, use that pad to create more padding. And as they shape their back end and put on that muscle, you can change that pad out. So you don't have to constantly be reflocking your saddle and your horse can grow into it because 80% of side saddle riding is truly saddle fit. It really is. That's the yeah. biggest part of it. Yeah. And I feel like the advantage to the Wickham pad is you have a lot more flexibility in building that fit that you require for your horse, especially like you said, for fox hunting and so on. The disadvantage is they're really hard to come by. I mean, you said you've only ever heard, like seen it written. How many have you come across? Um, I saw one of the elite saddlery saddles from from, uh, England that Rob Jenkins makes. I saw one at a clinic in Texas and it had Wickham pad under it. Yeah. That's the only one I've seen in person. There are basically layers of felt, which is what happens to wool flocking when it compresses. And they can be either covered in linen so that they look like a linen panel or covered in leather so they look like a leather panel. Um, I think they're more popular in England than they are here, mostly because there's more saddlers in a smaller area in England, whereas we're so spread out here in the States. Yeah. Which is, 
like I said, which is kind of odd. I would think that a Wickham pad would be more used, especially here, since nobody really has access to a good saddler all the time. You know, we have to ship them either to you in Ohio or up here in New York now or wherever. And a Wickham pad, you could, I just feel like that would be a better solution for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's got to make them, which is, True. I think, what slows it, slows us down here. Drives you to drink. Speaking of which, Flat Rock Distilling Company is located in historic downtown Napoleon, Ohio. They offer bottle sales as well as samples, gifts, and tours. They are the home of Way Jennings Bloody Butcher Bourbon. They hand-make moonshine from local ingredients. Like the shiners that came before them, they honor their craftsmanship and tradition with pot-distilled small-batch moonshines. And watch for their new agave liquor. You can find them at flatrockdistillingcompany.com. Our first guest this morning is Sydney Burris. She is the president of Side Saddle Sisters of Oklahoma. Um, welcome, Sydney. Can you tell us where you are right now? Are you allowed to? I am. So I am about 50 miles southeast of the capital of Colombia in Via Vicencio, Colombia. That's in South America. <laughs> A lot hotter here than it would be in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, but I would love it. It's so cold where I'm at. I'm freezing. 90 degrees every day with about 65% humidity. (laughs) I miss that so much. I'm freezing. I'm in upstate New York, but I'm from the Oklahoma area. I miss warm. I would give anything for 40 degree weather right now. It's sweaty. It's hot. (laughs) (laughs) We would totally switch places. (laughs) So side saddle sisters of Oklahoma, where, when you are in Oklahoma, where is, kind of home base where are you located there in oklahoma uh the yukon mustang area is where i've been for the last 20 years of my life i'm going to be moving up to edmond on the north side of okc here whenever i get back so i can start some college and grow up a little bit you know (laughs) yeah have fun you know right yeah so um what how got how did you get into side saddle riding Uh, So it's a long story with a lot of uh, extra players. So the Spark Notes version is when I was younger, uh, my dad and I were archery instructors. We started instructing at a, um, for lack of better terms, a retirement home. Um, They had an archery class for older folk. And I met a wonderful lady named Joe Wrench. She saw that I was a horse crazy 10 year old. She said, you know, I have this two year old horse at home that I want to train and you're coming with me. So, um, not even a couple months later, she had me going to every parade with her. She took me to Chicago. She had me showing side saddle. Um, and she, she got me into it. She kept me addicted to it. So (laughs) I couldn't without her. (laughs) Let me tell you what, getting into side saddle, it is an addiction. There, There is no help for it. Like horses are their own addiction, but side saddle is like another level to it. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so, I got out of it, but uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I got go out of it. Um, just kind of growing up, Joe and I kind of went our separate ways as I got older. Um, 
And I got into Arabians. I have two fabulous mares now. And that's like the side saddle. It's it's a big thing in the Arabian world. I didn't realize. So I was like, all right, I, I, this is something I'm good at. I might as well get back with Joe and start training my older mare for it. And now we're we're back in it. So now here I am. <laughs> yeah, the there's certain breeds still out there that are um, very recognizable with the the side saddle. The Arabians are one of them, Morgans, Peruvian Passos, and so on. Um, so that's awesome that you're able to show your Arabian side saddle. That that's, that's fantastic. Do you show Western or English side saddle? Uh, Western I'm about six feet tall and three fourths of my body's legs. So finding <laughs> a saddle that fits me is actually really hard. So the only one that I have right now is a Western saddle. So what kind? Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> um, it's one that, Joe had me ride in a really, really long time ago. Usually I just use it for kind of the Western pleasure type classes at this mm-hmm. point. So, so are, is there a favorite side saddle that you've ever sat in? Probably mine just because it fits me. Uh, it's oh. really comfortable. I've ridden in a couple of the English side saddles, but the, my Western just kind of grips me. Right. So it's, it's comfortable. It's like sitting in a couch. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I'm going to back up a little bit. You said you rode in Chicago. Did that happen to do with anything about the Thanksgiving day parade or no? It did. Yes. I was no. probably like 10, 11 years old and she had me on one of her big old thoroughbred, her old mare. And it was, it was great. It really was. What other escapades have you done with Miss Joe? Ah, man, I think we did. We did parades multiple times a month. Uh, we did Equifest in Wichita one year that I remember some shows here and there. And then if I go to open shows and she happens to be there, she'll always stick me in something. Um, she, her habits don't fit me, but she always finds a way to make them fit me. So uh, if, you, if you've ever met this wonderful lady, she's about four foot nothing. So sticking a six foot tall woman in a four foot woman's habit, it doesn't work, but she always makes <laughs> So, all right. So back to the side saddle sisters of Oklahoma, you just recently became president. Um, what do you guys have planned for this year? Do you have anything, any kind of activities, any parades? Are you going to any shows? What's going on? Uh, so I know we've been in contact a little bit, um, about hosting a clinic. Uh, I, really look back fondly on the parades. I'd really love to get involved with that and start doing stuff like Liberty Fest in Edmond. And I know there are members up in Tulsa. So being able to accommodate to them, hopefully, I mean, if this clinic goes well, it's a whole new unexplored territory for me. So if it goes well, hopefully being able to uh, do more of that throughout the year, Um, just getting people together. There's for such a big horse presence and the big shows being in Oklahoma, there's not a lot of clubs. Like the Arabian Club has died out, unfortunately. The Morgan Club is starting to come back, but there really isn't much outside of um, like rodeo events. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, if we can just kind of, I really want to start building it up again. There really hasn't been much of a presence. So if I can get people to be interested in going out and doing something, I'll do anything that anybody wants to do, you know? <laughs> Just get out well, and go be with the horses. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do a lot here in Western New York is is just a lot of events that 
are with or without horses. So it sounds like you guys are going on the right track. So I, I'm, I'm very excited to see what you do with it. Cause, um, I, I still have family down there in Oklahoma in the Ponca city area. So very North, but, uh, I I'd be very excited to see what you guys do. And I'm looking forward to hopefully being down there for a clinic that that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. I mean, Karen, uh, down in Oklahoma city, I've boarded with her for five or six years and I, I bought my side saddle, brought it out, let her ride in it once. And then her and one of the other trainers went out and bought side saddles pretty quickly. <laughs> so it spreads like wildfire. Oh, it does. It does. Like, like you said, it's a, definitely an addiction. Mm-hmm. So Maggie, do you have any questions? All right, well, I wish I was, I wish I was going with you, Audrey, when you go to Oklahoma, because I miss seeing everybody there. And of course, you know, we're going to have to make sure uh, Jamie goes um, and checks everything out while, while, while you're down there. But um, anyway, well, thank you so much, Sydney, for being with us today. We really appreciate you giving us your time and look forward to seeing how the side saddle world starts growing in Oklahoma. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. The American Side Saddle Association, ASA was formed in 2008 to preserve, promote, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The ASA wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among the equestrian public. ASA is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participate in parades and demonstrations around the United States. Find us on Facebook or AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. And don't forget to look for our books on Amazon. We have The Side Saddle Legacy by Linda Bowlby and Marty Friddle. And we also have Dress and Tack, Dress and Tack Guidelines by Vicki Pritchard. Both available on Amazon or you can contact us through our website and I think it's a little bit cheaper because mom usually just covers the shipping. <laughs> the advantage of having one of your authors is being the one who mails out the books. <laughs> there you go. Our next guest this morning is Samantha Reeves from Richmond, Kentucky. Um, she's also one of our HRN auditors. How are you doing this, this morning, Sam? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. So, Sam, we've had you on the show before and you talked a little bit about doing your eventing and everything with Side Saddle. Um, I heard something, a little birdie on Facebook said something about what Pixie's doing now. Well, Pixie has reached the milestone of being old enough to drink. And yes, she did get a beer on her 21st birthday. Oh, good. (laughs) And uh, has mostly stepped down from active eventing. 21, it's She's earned her retirement as far as I'm concerned. Definitely. But uh, the Kentucky Horse Park was looking for breed ambassadors. And Pixie is a registered American quarter horse. Though she's also been campaigned as a sport pony because she's mighty 14 too. <laughs> and she has gotten, been invited to represent the quarter horse breed at the breed barn. Awesome. That's so amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. She's such a good girl. This is going to be a fantastic opportunity for her. Definitely. And she really is awesome. And I just have to say, 
go quarter horses because my little quarter horse too is my go-to for side saddle as well. So I'm really excited for Pixie and you guys. So with her... The uh, Breeds Barn being so close to our uh, home base, I will be able to exhibit her in the Parade of Breeds. And yes, I will be doing that side saddle. Awesome. Good job. Good for you. (laughs) So on that same note, since she's old enough to drink, (laughs) um, do you have any young horses coming up? And are you trying to train them aside? Yes, I have. My wife and I both have two young draft horses. We have Vexen, who is now seven or eight. He is going to be my primary show horse. I haven't decided fully what direction I'm going to take him, uh, be it eventing or straight dressage. But my wife's uh, young draft horse, Praline, she is going to be primarily a trail horse and for camping. But because my wife is disabled, she will be primarily ridden aside. Awesome. So how do you get a young horse ready for a side? The best thing that you can do is to get them soft and supple through the body. You can't just hop on a young horse side saddle and expect them to know what to do. They've got to have a lot of help and cues at first. I use a lot of groundwork and sensitizing their bodies with a um, a lunge whip or a dressage whip on the ground to ask them to yield different parts of their body to light pressure. That translates very well to your side saddle cane when you get mounted. Yeah, I I agree with you there um, very much so about using a whip and doing groundwork beforehand. I'd also like to point out that something I'd never even thought about when I got into side saddle that you guys do naturally with your horses, just because you guys do, you, you have young draft horses, is the sheer fact that you drive them, that those vocal cues and those driving cues really play a big part in side saddle, whether you believe it or not. And whether you can even think about it, they, that just, to me, it really helps. And I have to give you props with how well you do with your horses. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Yeah. I, I had the opportunity to um, help walk Vexen through Briarfest last year, and he had a little bit of a young horse moment. And I just remember saying, whoa, in a nice firm voice. And he stopped and he looked around going, wait a minute, I'm not hitched up. Why? Okay. And then all of a sudden his brain was back to me. And I feel like that's a really big compliment to you as a trainer. And it's really important for your side saddle horses. You are missing that leg. And those vocal cues are something that we kind of We don't really work on, especially for our mainstream riders. And I feel like that they're a big part of a side, but you're absolutely correct too about doing groundwork and using um, a whip or anything like that. So yeah, props to you. Um, Isn't the uh, voice considered one of the classical aids anyway? Yeah, it is. I'm but, I'm really reaching back here into my memory. Yeah, you it can is. probably hear the Rolodex flipping if you listen closely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's always been. I was always trained like in the dressage ring. If the if the judge hears you, it's immediate disqualification. Like you can't make any sort of noises. 
or like in the jumping right. world, I've always heard like your your friends can't even yell out your name or your horse's name because you can get disqualified because that's considered coaching and all of this. So I just as far as like training a young horse, they need your voice. Just period. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. It adds a security blanket. And if you get into a little bit of a rodeo situation, throw the ribbon out the window. You don't, you're worried about taking care of your horse and giving them a good experience. If sitting deep and sitting up and saying, Whoa, we'll get them to stop before you wind up with a wreck or really bad experience. That's worth it. Oh yeah, definitely. Agreed. So Land Rover's coming up. Are you planning on doing anything with that? Yes, I am still going to be one of the mounted stewards this year. And I will be, I will actually have two of my horses out on the field for uh, cross country on Saturday. Awesome. Which two? I, uh, it will be Pixie. It'll be her uh, big finale before she goes to the Breeds Barn. And then I will have Praline, our, the, uh, our young draft filly. Awesome. Will Pixie be aside? Um, that depends on her rider who has some physical difficulties and it will depend on if she feels up to it. Okay. The goal is yes, but she will, uh, that will depend on her rider. I plan on being side saddle. Awesome. On praline. Ooh, fancy. So if someone's out there at Land Rover and wants to try and find Miss Praline, who should they be looking for? Look for the biggest horse out there. I call her my baby Brontosaurus. She is a big bay bay mare. She's got a little bit of white, a big blaze. And uh, she is currently in a blanket clip. Hopefully by Land Rover, it'll have shed it out. And she's got a roach mane. So she should be relatively distinctive. Just, just look for the biggest, heaviest hunk of horse that you can find <laughs> with a side saddle rider. <laughs> with a side saddle rider. Well, awesome. So last but not least, if there is somebody out there that has a younger horse that they're trying to go aside with, kind of a more inexperienced horse, maybe not necessarily unseasoned, but someone who's definitely new to side saddle, what kind of advice would you give to them? Make sure your saddle is balanced. If your saddle is not balanced and check and make sure that you don't need more queen, which will be the padding on your upright pommel to move your leg over. Most of our horses are relatively wide and our pelvises aren't necessarily wide. So if we have our queen padded over and keeps you centered on the horse, you are more likely to have a successful ride. If you are twisted in your saddle, you're falling off in slow motion. Sam, you're also an instructor, correct? Yes, I am. I am a, uh, I'm still a uh, American Side Saddle Association judge, instructor, clinician. Thank you, Sam, for being a JIC with us. Thank you. And thank you for interpreting my pre-coffee babble. It's okay. <laughs> and where for folks who want to find out more about Side Saddle in your area, Sam, where can they contact your group? I am a part of Southern Ohio Ladies Aside. We, you can be, find us on Facebook or through the American Side Saddle Association website, AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com. Thanks, Sam. And now a little Templeton Thompson, just because I can find all of her music at TempletonThompson.com. 
she talks about him, dreams about him, thinks about him all the time. She's got to have him, be lost without him. You can see it in her eyes. What is it? What is it with girls and horses? She says, Now when I was a young girl, they were my whole world. They were my one safe place. Now that I'm older, still lean on their shoulders. I still feel like that girl someday. What is it? What is it with girls and horses? Sometimes I Callister Saddlery specializes in repairing and restoring all styles of side saddles. Our craftspeople will work with you and your budget to get your saddle back in service so you can get back to enjoying your ride. We also buy and sell side saddles in nearly any condition. Contact us on Facebook or at McAllistersaddlery at gmail.com. So, Audrey, I know usually it's me that's off globe trotting. You've been busy. What you been up to? Well, I haven't been that busy. I, all I did is I taught at Western New York Equifest this last weekend, which was interesting. <laughs> it was it was interesting. And you did it with my with a broken. What'd you do? Elbow. <laughs> so we Elbow. moved in. Yeah, we moved in Friday night. It's a weekend long thing. We moved in Friday night. I brought Sluggo and Blush. Um, Sluggo is my quarter horse go-to side saddle horse. And Blush was one of your standard breads. Um, And so now she's one of my standard breads, I guess you could say. Um, 
And Saturday went really well. We worked the booth and checked on the horses and, you know, everything was going great. Talked to a lot of people, met a lot of people and so on. Saturday night, we got done and me and Liz, um, we went to the races. We went and watched some standard bread races. We had a wonderful dinner. We got back to the hotel and we were like, yeah, this is great. We're going to be in bed by eight o'clock. We're going to get showers. I mean, we're going to have a nice night. You know, we had dessert waiting for us and, you know, chocolate cake and all that. We come around the corner naturally it's New York in the springtime. And we have this giant, there's like black ice all over the, the concrete out there. And I went down and I went down really hard. And after about I was laying there on the ground for a few minutes after Liz had screamed. We got into the lobby and I'm like, I can't feel my arm. This doesn't feel right. And we got up to her room. Oh. She called her mom, who's a nurse. And I was like, oh, my la- my arm's not feeling great. So we ended up in the emergency room until like five minutes before midnight when they finally let us out. And the doctor there said, you have a broken elbow. Oh, great. Because um, 9 a.m. the next morning is when we're like signed up to ride and do our demo. We've been there all weekend, right? So I get out there and we get Sluggo up in a Chara side saddle um, with one of our ladies, Miss Chrissy, who rode offside on him. And Liz rode blush um, in a park saddle. And I got out there and I taught. I was heavily medicated, but I talked it all through. I got out of the arena and I basically sunk to the ground. I was done the rest of the day. (laughs) I called my husband. He came and got me and the horses and we made it through. We had a great weekend, but I ended up with the suspect elbow. (laughs) Oh, no. So is it broken? Well, the orthopedic surgeon says no. (laughs) Okay. So the original doctor says it's broken. The surgeon says not broken. I still can't feel my fingers. So... We're kind of playing a waiting game right now, I guess. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, God, that's horses for. Well, yeah, that's horses for you. You usually hurt yourself when you're not dealing with the horse. Exactly. Well, what was even funnier is I spent all day on Sunday sitting at the booth, and everybody who was walking by going, "Oh, I see, side saddles really safe." I was like, "Believe it or not, this was just walking on the sidewalk, people." <laughs> Sidewalks. That's what's yeah. not safe. It was a sidewalk, people. Like that's not the way it works. I mean, if I could just stay on my horse all the time, I probably would be all right. But yeah, it's way you know. safer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But all right. So enough about um, me. Where are you gonna be this month? Because April looks kind of busy for you. Oh Lordy, am I busy? Um, let's see, uh, when you're listening to the show, I will have just finished the Indiana equine roundup outside of Indianapolis. We have demos every day. Um, and I, I still have to come up with two slideshows before then. No, no pressure. Um, Sola, my home. Uh, side saddle chapter is Southern Ohio ladies aside. We're doing a camp out picnic weekend at Paint Creek state park, um, between Chillicothe and Hillsboro, Ohio, 
second weekend in April. Then we have Equine Affair the next weekend. ASA will have a booth there. We didn't get demo time, but at least we have a booth. Um, and a lot of our members will be there participating in other demos and stuff. So hopefully we'll have some side saddle representation out in the arenas. Um, the weekend after that, I will be somewhere in East Ohio, outside of Youngstown. The name of the town escapes me. Um, for a side saddle clinic, we had intentionally put it the weekend after Equine Affairs so that we could do advertising for the clinic at Equine Affair. No, every slot is booked already. We've added a second instructor and another hour in the clinic so that we could have more people. And it's still full. Woohoo! So, wow. Uh, yeah, I know. But there's plenty of room for auditors. So if anybody wants to come and watch, you know, and I'll have a few of my horses there and I'll make sure that if you show up and we didn't have a rider slot for you, I'll at least get you up on one of my horses for a couple of minutes and let you see how it feels. Um, and by then, they will only be wanting to walk. So it'll be fine. <laughs> um, weekend after that is. Land Rover Cross Country Day on Saturday. Um, I'm not riding this year. I did that last year and then did the Kentucky Derby Festival Parade the next day and about lost my mind. Um, so I will be probably at the horse park helping out for a little while and then heading back to Louisville to bathe horses and get ready for the parade down Broadway in Louisville on Sunday. And it'll be How awesome. many riders you got for I'll the Kentucky Derby Parade? Um, I'm just now starting to get the list put together. It looks like probably about a dozen or so. Awesome. Um, so small group this theme? year. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's your theme? <laughs> yeah. Um, Kentucky Derby traditions, I think. Yeah, Kentucky Derby traditions. So last year's theme was Love and Louisville. And we're like, what are we going to do for what? You know, I think they, they sit around and come up with themes that we can't come up with a costume for. I swear. <laughs> um, so we thought, well, Louisville. One of the girls wanted to do, oh, we can dress like League of Their Own baseball uniforms and carry Louisville sluggers. I'm like, no, you women will kill each other if you're armed. Um, so they did, we did, uh, half of the ladies wore pretty dresses and great big hats as if they were going to the Derby with flowers and manes and tails. The other half dressed like jockeys, only instead of white pants, like jockeys wear, we had white side top skirts, aprons awesome. with all the decorations on the horse. Um, our horses had blinker hoods on like racehorses do. Of course, half of ours are former racehorses. They're just standard reds. <laughs> um, Brian and I wore, instead of thoroughbred style jockey silks, we kind of cheated and wore standard bread jockey silks, <laughs> the driver silks. Um, but it was great fun. So we thought, hey, this year's theme is pretty darn close to last year's theme. I bet we can get away without having to sew two years in a row. <laughs> so we're 
dragging the same stuff back out for this year. That's good. It'll be great. Makes yeah. life a little bit easier. Yep. And now I think I have a weekend off before we start off with all the May stuff. What are you going to do with yourself? Oh. oh, I'm sure I'll find something to get into. It's Derby weekend. <laughs> Got to go watch the race somewhere. I'm sure there's something on my calendar that I just haven't read yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be a busy gal. Do, do you keep a yeah. calendar or a list of sorts over on the American Side Saddle Association website so that people go, I know she talked about something that she was going to be doing on such and such that people can go find out where you're going to be. Yes. So they yes. just go Audrey's to American in charge of my calendar on the website. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you just go to um, americansidesaddleassociation.com. There's a button on education, and underneath that, you'll see clinic links. Um, you'll see upcoming events, et cetera, and there's a downloadable uh, Google uh, calendar so you can add it to your own calendar. Um, I update that at least daily, if not more. There we go. <laughs> so if you want to find out what the heck's going on, with Maggie and everybody else at the American Side Saddle Association, everything you need to find out, uh, where to find an instructor, how to find a saddle, learning about the words of the day, what's Maggie up to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all in the same place, americansidesaddleassociation.com. Mm -hmm. What's the Facebook page? Is it the same? American Side Saddle Association. Yep. American Side Saddle Association. And you guys have a YouTube channel, and yes? If we do. We do. Yep. There There's go. all yes. kinds of interesting stuff on there. And if you look on our calendar and you don't see something in your area and you'd like to see something in your area, let us know. Yeah, definitely. You know, any excuse for a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> excuse for a vacation. And thank you very much to our sponsors. Who are our sponsors today, ladies? Flat Rock Distilling and McAllister Saddlery mm -hmm. and, of course, the American Side Saddle Association.com. You can follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook. Just search for Horses in the Morning. Um, many thanks again to our sponsors and our guests, Sydney Burris and Sam Reeves and Semper Obliquo. That's Latin for always sideways. Mm -hmm.